Hey there, this is your girl Shawanda, and you're listening to Refreshing the Soul Podcast, a show where we bring our experiences and God's truth to refresh the heavy and hard places in your soul. From anxiety to unforgiveness, we'll learn how to come to an honest place in our souls and uproot those hidden lies so that you can discover the unique expression God created you to be in this world. Hey there, welcome back to Refreshing the Soul podcast. I'm your host, Shawanda Williams. I want to thank you for tuning in to another episode. It's October and we are refreshing the weary soul. If you're tired, if you're exhausted and you're feeling weary, you're on the brink of giving up, whatever place you're in, whatever season you are in, I just pray that through these words that you hear this month, you are just, you're encouraged, you're encouraged, you're able to leave with some tools, you're able to leave wanting to get closer to God. That's my prayer because it's him who can give us rest in the place that we are weary in. And that's what we're talking about today. Today, I want to talk about rest for the weary. We're refreshing the weary soul. And this podcast is actually founded on Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. And that's actually our meditation scripture for this week. And what our topic is based on this week is rest for the weary soul. But before I get into the scripture, I want to first read the definition of weariness. Weariness is extreme tiredness or fatigue. The word weary is feeling or showing tiredness, especially as a result of excessive exertion or lack of sleep. There's a Greek word for rest that I'm going to read that comes from Matthew eleven twenty eight. That word, it says labor, but it's to grow weary, to grow tired, exhausted, to work hard, to grow tired or exhausted with toil, burdens, or grief. So weariness is heavy. That's what I hear. That's what I see. That's what I feel. When we think of weariness, I think of a heavy heart a heavy heart of just being burdened with working, whether it's physical, your day-to-day job, or the things that you are just steadily in, you know, it could be grief, grief, sadness, sadness. I think the overwhelm of just being sad day after day becomes heavy and your heart becomes heavy. And then we become weary. We become tired just of being sad. And so, I just want to speak to the hearts of people who you may you may be experiencing weariness for a very long time. You may have been in a situation, a marriage, a relationship, a sickness, whatever it is, and you, you've been experiencing it for longer than you've wanted. This situation, this person, whatever it is, it feels like it's it's just bringing a burden, and you're becoming weary. You're growing weary, and you're tired. And I want to tell you today, I feel your heart. I understand your heart. I have been in, I mean, we could talk about a lot of different situations where we can grow weary. And I think one for me mostly is just in just in relationship, relationship with people and things that I want to get past, things that I want to grow out of. But you're having to deal with feelings and emotions and all these different things. And when you are constantly 
trying to battle it or do it your own way or do it through your own strength. And then you're not seeing the result. And then you pray and you do try to do it God's way. And still you're not seeing the results. Sometimes we can become tired in our efforts, tired in what we've been exerting out. Sometimes it can steal our rest. It can steal our sleep. And so we grow weary. We grow weary. And so today I just want to talk about rest for the weary. God promises in his word that if we're weary, we can actually tap into the rest of God. And that's what we need. Sometimes we feel like when we are tired, we need more sleep, but we need more break away from this thing, break away from this person, break away from this relationship, this situation. But in God's word, I want us just to get into it today. He gives us something a little different. He tells us to do something else. So if you can, open your Bibles, open your app, open your heart, open your mind to receive and hear. So Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, and I'm going to first read the NLT version. It says, then Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. So, you know, as I was reading this, and I'll tell you, this is actually one of the scriptures from my devotion, Rest for the Soul. Come to me all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. And from this scripture, God made this, it been a devotion in the book. It became a podcast topic because it was just so, it was so big. There's so much in this. And that word rest actually means, it also means a refreshing. And I'm just going to read just the verse 28 in the Passion Translation, it says, are you weary, carrying a heavy burden? Then come to me. I will refresh your life, for I am your oasis. Man. And so that's what Refreshing the Soul, the podcast is about, is about learning how to come to God with everything that we are weary or heavy in to allow him to refresh our life. And so the first thing I want to say to you those who are weary, those who are tired, those who are heavy heart, who have heavy hearts right now, come to Jesus. Talk to Jesus about it. You got to get it out of your soul. Sometimes we are heavy because we are, we are just filled up with the tiredness. We're filled up with the emotions. We're filled up with the things that's been exhausting us. And it's the things we've been toiling over. They're just sitting in our soul. You know, I was just talking to my daughter earlier today and, you know, I've been, you know, teaching her about just writing in her journal, whether it's prayer to God or it's just her thoughts, just teaching her to write in her journal just to get it out of her. And she told me today, she said, you know what, mom, it, it actually works. I'm like, it does. She's like, yeah, you know, I actually, I feel better. It's like, I don't think about it anymore or off, you know, as often because I put it out on paper. And so I want to ask you, are you coming to God? Are you getting it out to him? Whether you're talking to him about it, 
whether you're prayer journaling it, however, are you bringing it to him or are you letting it stay in your soul? Sometimes we remain weary because we remain where we are. I'm going to say that again. We remain weary because we remain where we are. There's a reason why Jesus beckons to those who are weary and heavy. He says, come, like I need you to come out of something. And the way you're going to come out of this place of weariness, you got to come to me. You got to move toward the place that's going to refresh you, the place that's going to revive you. Through me, I'm going to give you rest. I'm your oasis. And, you know, we don't need our circumstances to change. I know right now you want your marriage to be better. I know right now you you want that job, you want that promotion, or you want to leave this job. You're ready to go full-time with your business, full-time with your ministry, or you, you want to be home with your kids full-time. Whatever it is, the place of your, where your heart's the desire is, and because you haven't seen it, because the door hasn't opened yet, and I know we, we can grow weary there, I want to encourage you and tell you, based on this scripture alone, you can have rest. You can have peace still at that job, still in that marriage, still, you know, away, not being, having that time that you want to have with your kids. I'm telling you, there's a rest that we can tap into. And it's a promise, is a promise. And when I find promises in God's word that says, you do this, then this will happen. That's a promise. When I find promises in God's word, I use it to challenge that place in my soul. So when weariness does come, when I start to feel like, oh, this tiredness is coming. Okay, wait, what is, what is the protocol? What's the protocol for weariness? And that's, that's what we're going to be talking about each episode. Okay. What's the protocol for me to find rest in this weariness? One is to come to God. Matthew eleven twenty eight. come to me, all who are weary. That is a demand. It's not a question. Don't make God this optional thing, this choice. Okay, I'm starting to, I'm starting to feel something. I need to make sure I'm not just coming to him when I feel it, but I'm steadily in front of him. I'm steadily coming to him. It's a continuous relationship. It's a continuous pouring out to God. When we acknowledge that we're weary, because one, you got to know that you're weary. You got you to be honest. I'm weary. I'm tired here because it's saying, come to me, all you who are weary. I have to know that I'm weary. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm carrying a heavy burden to know that I got to come to God. When I can acknowledge that that's what's going on, I'm a step closer to experiencing God's rest. Sometimes we don't experience God's rest when we're weary because we won't acknowledge that we're weary. We try to just keep going through the motions. We keep going through the days. We keep saying that we're okay. We're, we're praying, but we're praying void prayers, empty prayers, just to pray, just to go through the motions. And we're never really filling ourselves. We're never really emptying ourselves before God and coming to him with everything. If you feel like you got to be perfect, that God can't take what you can bring to him, I'm here to tell you you're wrong. 
God wants your weariness. God wants the part of you that is tired. He wants the part of you that is heavy, that is toiling in your marriage. Are you coming to your spouse or are you coming to Jesus? Are you coming to your boss? Are you going to your kids steadily trying to overcompensate and make things right? Are you coming to Jesus? You know, I think sometimes we make excuses that we don't have we don't have enough time to come to him. We'll do all these other things, but it's like we don't have enough time to sit with God. I found myself recently just this past week I'm like I've been getting up a little later than usual and having to go straight into getting my kids ready for school, getting to work. And usually my morning time, that's my time to like spend time with God. But even in that, I'm like, uh, if I miss that, oh no, I'm taking time, taking my breaks through work so I can go outside, pray, sit in my car, write something. Even if it's for five minutes, we have to come to a place that we need Jesus. We need Jesus more than we need our problems to be fixed. We need Jesus more than we need to be healed. We need Jesus more than we need our marriage to be saved, our kids to be saved. When we want our problem to be fixed more than we want the problem solver, we're going to grow weary because God has a timing. For everything, and it may not be in the time that you would want to see it. It may not happen the way you want it to go. But if, if we keep our eyes focused on Him, if I continue, if I'm continually coming to Him, if I'm continually pouring out to God everything, I just hear right now, oh, I don't want to whine to God. I don't want to complain to God. But you, you're, you're whining in your soul. Whatever's going on in your soul, if you're not getting out, you're not talking to a friend about it, and you're just keeping it in, you're whining in your soul. Your soul is moaning and groaning. Jesus wants that. His word right here says, come to me. Come to me with it. Come to me about it. Turn. Repent. Turn this way toward me, and I will give you rest. Now, see, that's the first protocol. It's not the only protocol to finding rest when you're weary. So we come to him, right? Then it says, take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your souls. You know, the one way that you know that something is not right or I don't have Jesus in this area of my life is when you don't feel a gentleness when you don't feel an ease or when you don't feel something is light. Now, hear me what I'm, what I'm saying. Life does happen. We're going to experience hurt. There's some things that's going to feel like this is, kind of, this is hard to bear. But we're going to get into later in another episode about God's strength through weariness, like how you can still tap into God's strength through those times. But when we are constantly heavy, and things feel forced, things feel hard, then we have to check to really see, is Jesus, have I allowed Jesus in this area of my life? Like this relationship is, is really, really hard. Did I even consult Jesus about this relationship? Should I be with this person? Am I going about this relationship the right way? 
Is this the job that I'm supposed to be at? Is this the way that he wants me to train up my kids? In every area, whatever the area that you are weary in, I want you to question, it's hard here, it's heavy here. Have I allowed, have I invited Jesus to speak into this area of my life, right? Because it says, take my yoke upon you, meaning, gosh, there's other yokes that can be on us. And you know, that yoke is that harness that's between two animals, right? And it kind of, it leads them on where they should go. Now, if I'm yoked to something else, I'm not just the only one calling the shots. Whatever the other thing that I'm yoked to is leading me and guiding me. And that's why Jesus said, listen, you got to take my yoke upon you. Because the yoke that I have on you is easy, it's light, it's gentle, right? But if we put on something else and I'm yoked to something else, that is, it can be, I can be yoked to an old mentality, a way that I grew up, the way that I see men, the way that you see women. It could be a yoke of, of just um, unforgiveness, it was hurt in the past, and now I won't release this person from what they did for me. You could be yoked to unforgiveness, whatever that is, if it's not Jesus, it can become heavy. So you also ask yourself, okay, what am I yoked to? Why am I so troubled here? Why am I so tired here? Is there something that is toiling over and over in my soul that maybe I'm yoked to instead of Jesus? Jesus says to take my yoke. Let me teach you. So that right there, that's the second protocol to, to rest is to take on his way of doing things and to learn from him. Learning is that's listening and that's receiving. I used to work out a long time. I should say a long time ago. But when I was married, me and my husband used to work out quite a bit. Right. And so after we divorced, separated, I worked out on my own. And I remembered a few things that, you know, he taught me because he was like a personal trainer and everything, right? So I remembered a few things that he taught me and I just tried to do it by myself. But over the years, I promise you guys, every time I work out, it seemed like I just got hurt. I'm like, gosh, I just can't seem to work out. And I feel like I'm starting off slow enough or with not as much weight. I shouldn't be getting hurt so, so quickly. I've been getting trained again. I came to someone who knew what they were doing and they did a lot of things that were different. I had to take off what I thought that I should be doing and the way that I thought I should be doing it. Though I, you know, picked up some things from the past, it wasn't what was best for me right now in this where I'm at today. And so I had to be open to listening and learning how to work out the proper way and for what my body is what my body needs and can sustain right now, you know, cause I'm older. And so sometimes that's how that's, I think that's how you have to look at this part of this verse. Verse 29, take my yoke upon me, upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart. You know, Jesus is saying, you know, there's a way of living. And if you are open, if you let me teach you, I will show you the way of living my way. And it's going to be, it's going to be gentle. I'm humble. I'm not going to put something so harsh on you. And sometimes, like I was saying before, you know, when I worked out, I was doing things that I thought I should do. I was putting things on myself. Are you weary because of what you are putting on yourself? Are you putting on unnecessary pressure 
on yourself to be something by a certain point in your life? Are you putting unnecessary pressure on yourself to look a certain way, to obtain this, to be at a certain place in your life? Could that be causing you weariness? Here Jesus says, oh, come to me, daughter, son, child, come to me. I'm going to teach you the way you should live. I'm going to teach you that I am the God of timing and time is in my hand. So whatever you're up against and you think that you should have had by now, you should have seen by now, it should have manifested by now. I'm going to teach you to believe in me and to know that I can change anything in a second if I wanted to. God wants to teach us some things. He wants to shift our mindset. He wants to change the way we see life, the way we see people, and the way we see ourselves. I believe some things we are heavy about, that is because we put it on ourselves to be. I think there's some pressures, there's some things that we believe that people expect from us and they don't. I'm raising my hand right now. I've done that. Because of the mentality, because of what I grew up in, because of what my mindset, how it was shaped. But Jesus had to like teach me, like, listen, that you have to change your mindset. Not everybody's expecting you to play hero. <laughs> Not everybody's expecting you to be all things to them. You're coming in with that mindset. And because you're not able to do it all, because you don't have all power and strength in your hand and you don't hold the whole world in your hands, you're getting tired. You're getting, you're becoming exhausted. And so I had to learn how to take the pressure off of trying to be something that I thought I had to be and take on Jesus' yoke and say, hey, okay, no, this is who he wants me to be. This is how he wants me to live. This is how he wants me to do it. As a mother raising my kids on my job with this podcast in every area of my life, and I'm here to tell you, saturate this in every area because we can give God certain, we can give him certain areas. There's some we can keep tucked away. And I'm going to tell you over time, it can grow, it can grow burdensome because you're doing it. Now you're doing it off your own mindset, the way you think things should go, the way you think what you think is best. And so he says, take my yoke, take my way of doing things Learn from me. What does God want to teach me in this? I want to challenge you today, wherever you're weary at, come to him, write it down, get a journal, do a prayer journal. I do, dear God, you know, thank you for this day. This is, this is what happened today. And at the end of whatever I'm pouring out to him, I say, okay, God, now what do you have to say about this? What is it that I need to learn in this? What is it that you want me to see about myself? Those, those are usually my questions because I want to hear from God. I want to learn and receive because a lot of times I'm not seeing things through the eyes that he is seeing things in. And my own eyes can become weights to my soul. Our own eyes, our own perspective can become weights in our souls and cause us to be tired and cause us to be weary because we're steadily seeing the same thing. But I'm here to tell you when we, when we can pause to hear, how are you seeing this, God? How do I need to see myself? How do I need to respond? 
What are you saying in this season of my life? When we can pause and hear to see what he sees, it's like a lightness will come over you. It's like an aha moment. Ah, okay, God. And not all the time is it something that it seems like on our own that we can do, but with him, that's why it says, take on my yoke. And I truly believe the yoke of Jesus Christ, he's the other one that's underneath it with us. You know, a yoke is for two animals, two people, okay, two entities. And so that tells me I'm not doing this life on my own. He'll show me, he'll teach me how to live this life, but then he's going to do it with me. You're not living this life by yourself. You don't have to do it by yourself. You may feel alone in the marriage. You may feel like you're the only one who's going through what you're going through on your job and your family. But I want to encourage you and tell you, Jesus, he wants to be right beside you, walking with you, but you have to allow him. You have to, one, the protocol is come to him. Two is to take his yoke and learn from him. We learn by listening. We learn by receiving. Take on his way of doing things and learn from Jesus. Okay. All right. I pray that this first episode has blessed you. We're going to get, we're going to go deeper. We're going to dive deeper into this message because I just truly believe There are people who have been toiling with some things for a very long time. And there are, there's wisdom in God's word. There's truth in God's word that I believe will heal and that will bring rest to your weary soul. All right, let's end right now with our confessions for the weary soul. And take a moment, open your heart up. And repeat after me, receive these words, believe these words. I will come to Jesus when I am weary or heavy. I will receive his rest and his peace. I will not be stubborn to my own ways. I will take on his way of living and learn from him. I choose Jesus. Because he is humble and gentle. I give him my burdens. And I remove the pressure I put on myself. I will find rest for my soul. Amen. Amen and amen. All right, everyone, that wraps up this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get refreshing to those souls who need it. Also, don't forget to head over to Amazon where you can purchase that 30-day devotional Rest for the Soul by yours truly. Um, You want to get it in your hand. And just remember, soul care is self-care. Until next time, bye-bye.